Welcome to the Career Blueprint, where we step into endless actionable career advice and insights. With your host Sandra, tune in and empower the growth of your professional journey. Welcome to the Career Blueprint. This is the second part of the Art of Effective Communication. We are still with Chikomo Shalin. I will let him introduce himself and we will keep on diving deeper into this topic. Thank you very much. Um, it's uh, it's good to be back again and uh, to be talking about this wonderful topic of uh, of leadership. I, I have to introduce myself again, maybe. <laughs> so my name is Shalim President Chikomo from uh, Zimbabwe, and I run an organization called uh, Just Leadership Initiative, yeah. which is um, an organization that seeks to bridge the gap between schools and communities, focusing on leadership, entrepreneurship, but also just reimagining um, education. I love talking about leadership. Uh, mm-hmm. I love talking about education, mm-hmm. and I love writing as well. Yeah, so it's good to be back. Right. So um, I personally have learned a lot from Chikomo in terms of kinds of communication yeah. and how you can you can get to the hearts of people. Now yeah. I feel like I'm capable of pitching for money. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> so how can individuals improve their active listening skills to become better communicators yeah we mentioned this about you know listening as yeah. part of communication but mm. we want you to dive deeper to that yeah listening is such a very very it's in fact it separates uh public speakers from communicators mm-hmm. public speakers go in front of the people and sometimes just speak and leave and they get a standing ovation uh, let's just understand your audience is not an empty bucket that needs to be filled. It's actually a fire that needs to be ignited. And most of the time we listen to reply and actually not to understand. And the moment you want to venture and become the best communicator, you need to understand that there is a role for listening because communication is two-way. You speak, they speak to you. The tool then form what we call a message or something that needs to happen. So, but now, how do we even listen? To listen is not to keep quiet mm. and let somebody talk for five hours and after that just say thank you for sharing. Yeah. To listen means a lot of things. Number one, it means asking clarifying questions. Mm. Have you ever seen I don't want I don't want to sound racist, mm. but let me just say it. You know, I'm a radical person. There are certain things I have to say uh, because of my nature. Let me just share it. I have been taught by teachers from America and teachers from Africa. And this is what I love about about this. Mm. An African teacher would just come and say, "Do this, do this, do this. I want you to do this." Right. But but you know, an American teacher would come. How do you feel? Mm-hmm. Tell me about this. What do you think? Is this what? You, and they are writing down what you are saying. So after you speak, they are like, "You said something like this. Is it correct?" They want to really make sure they have heard you. So let me just say, when we say listening, number one, be able to ask clarifying questions. If somebody, for example, say. I grew up in Nyabugogo, and you don't know Nyabugogo. It's okay to say, can you paint me a picture of how Nyabugogo looks like? Yeah. And you get more details. Making sure that when you are going to reply, you are going to reply with context of what Nyabugogo really looks like. And somebody, for example, come and say, you know, as a girl child, it was very hard, you know, in this country. Really ask. How is the life of a girl on a day? Like, how is the life of a girl in that particular place? That is also part of listening. Really asking, clarifying questions to make sure that when you reply, 
you reply with the depth of context because a reply no matter how eloquent it is no matter how good it is no matter how long it is as long as it is it lacks context that reply is not anything worth listening True. now number two it also means your your, your body language when you're listening to somebody you know let's say for example you are talking to me on this podcast and i'm on my phone i'm looking the other side automatically you can see i'm not interested in what you're talking about nod your head smile be like yeah yeah yeah. ah oh like make a person realize that you're part of what 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 that and number three is what i call summarization right after a person tells you something just be like Thank you for sharing. So you said something like this and this and this and this and this. Is that correct or something I'm not getting? That also inspires a person to actually say, "Ah, this person is listening. And in their reply, they really want to make sure my voice in its correct context and correct explanation is included. And it's a hard skill, trust me. It's a hard skill. But there's a reason why we have two ears and one mouth. I think we should listen more than 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 we talk more. I always say to people if <laughs> but it ain't like we have two mouths. So yeah. it's really important to listen. Why is it important? It's important number one because he who listens always provide the best reply. Yeah. He who listens always provide the best product because your product has what we call human-centered design and the best way to practice human-centered design is to listen to the humans you are building something for so communication for impact and leadership is like is 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 depends heavily on listening the more will even when you're on stage let's say you're on stage and talking let me ask you a question right so for example if you come on stage and say i'm going to teach you how to make one million dollars in two weeks yeah. or if you come and say how many of you would like to learn how to make a million in two weeks mm. the second one is more powerful because people are going to say me 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 they okay. you speak mm. with them mm. not just to them, to them so yeah. the best communicators speak really with the people that's why you realize the speech from best communicators have rhetoric questions have questions have experientials have things to do they always engage their audience because they know there's power in listening and delivering the message what you said about engagement is very very important now i'll come back to body language body language speaks volume for me because i I was looking at tiktok and i saw that um, there are ways you actually see someone and the message they're trying to convey through their body language you can even detect lies through someone's speech through just looking at their body language so i feel like yeah everything you said is powerful but then when it comes to it comes down to body language you can never lie about that even if you you're masking it Mm -hmm. it's okay it still encourages the other person to keep talking or to to feel like they're they're being heard yeah Yeah. um now that will bring me to my next question which is you as a leader with mm. an initiative mm. can you share examples of leaders whose career whose careers were significantly impacted by the, their communication abilities yeah that could even be including yourself <laughs> <laughs> let me let me let me talk not talk about myself i think i'll share I, I, let me share about other people that i also look up to right. and people i really enjoy listening to let's start talking about a leader like dr martin luther king jr yeah. which i think a lot of us know his speech called i have a dream yeah. i have a dream that one day children shall be judged according to the content of their character not color of their skin right. we all know that speech 
and 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 one you can see the emotion in that particular speech it was delivered long ago but it looks like it it was delivered yesterday the reason being is dr martin luther king was not just a speaker a public speaker to embrace the people he picked a cause that was genuine that is still genuine the fight against racism it is something society was going through and it is something people wanted to listen to because they were experiencing it what are we learning there we are learning that don't be just a speaker who just join words together pick a community cause because people don't listen to just people who are just making noise they would be listening to cars and trends if people were interested in noise people are interested in value of what you're talking about so dr martin luther king actually picked on a cause the fight against racism and what he did is to make sure that his speech become because there are two kind of speakers there are speakers called professional speakers and they are entrepreneurial or or, or leaders in general you know professional speakers can be paid just for joining words together and people care less about what you're talking about but they enjoy listening to you but when it comes to leaders and entrepreneurs speech is not what we are paid for speech is a way to communicate a message or to rally people behind a certain cause so dr martin had a clear cause and people listened to him not just because of the eloquence of speech but because of the cause he was on but also even how he put his message together it was a very relatable message and it was clear and he understood who his audience was and that's what makes him great and then i can i can also pick another 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 leader also who was not much of it was not much of speech and the likes it's the leader is still living her life um there is this lady called chimamanda she's from nigeria she she writes and talk a lot about about feminism and 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 you again see she has a cause the problem we have with many speakers and many leaders is they don't have a cause they just want to 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 image and they just want to be listened to they and need a platform exactly they, they need, need a platform and they want attention yeah. now attention is like a magnet mm-hmm. it's like a south pole and yeah. the north pole is value whenever value is available attention has a way it finds itself there you know there are some people who can't even speak english like lionel messi but you realize when lionel messi everybody goes to when he's speaking everybody goes to read what's below mm-hmm. because of the value so these are some of the just few leaders like Nelson Mandela, the fight against apartheid, um, uh, 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 and you literally see these are men that have defined a cause because leadership is about identifying, the, studying the community, identifying a challenge, and propose a solution, then rally people behind that. So when the cause is clear, a leader comes now and communication is that magnet they use to pull people towards a certain idea. So from dr martin luther the nelson mandela's the kwame grumas the 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 leaders like the founders of lu like fred swanick and all this you can literally see um even your president we don't just listen to him because he's talking there's something he's talking about there's a cause he's pushing this nation towards from vision 2020 to vision 2050 he has something clear so my message to also young leaders from this example I have tried, for example, speaking in high school. I was I was in debate club. Yeah. My whole life I've debated and I've spoken just for the trophy, for the award. And I've won a lot of them in debate and public speaking. And sometimes we would lie and speak things we don't believe just to win. 
by the day I graduated in 2017, nobody was interested in just listening to you. But because of Jewish Leadership Initiative and because of the desire to reimagine education, that's what I speak about. So let me just say in, in conclusion, before you start speaking or start writing, ask yourself these questions. What is your product or what is your service to humanity? What is the human problem you are solving? Right. And number number two, why are you worth listening to? Or why are you worth reading what you write? Sure. And then number three, who is your targeted audience and how best can you address them? Yeah. Are they people who are going to read? Are they people who are going to listen? If they are going to listen, how do they want to listen? What attracts them the most? Is it movies? Is it speeches? Is it podcasts? And when you understand that, and then you say, what is my desired outcome? from all this and how am i going to measure the impact of my communication that's what i think works oh awesome awesome everything you just said is very relatable uh in ways that when you even gave examples you gave examples that of people that we we already know now i'll specifically talk about our president he doesn't just talk he talks but backed with action so the reason as to why mainly he's listened to, I think is because in, in the past he's talked and he's actually done what he's said to, to be doing. So uh, he, what I think actually makes him the best leader is because he comes through with his word and the, uh, everything he comes through with is because of his, his yeah. subjects. So uh, I believe also leadership requires action. Yeah. When you speak when, and you have action, it definitely makes sense to people mm -hmm. that they can relate to what you say. Yeah. But imagine piling a lot of promises to people and you don't come through. Do you think the 50th speech or the <laughs> the 70th speech you give, like anyone that. will listen? They'll be like, that's cap. Yeah. yeah. Um, before we go to, to the next question, maybe I can add something there. Uh, there is also, uh, uh, there is that aspect of uh, acting. Mm. And if you ever seen that there are certain leaders that or let me just give you an example i'm a person who loves talking yeah. and i'm a person who is, who is full of energy mm -hmm. to the extent that if i go to class and i sit down and i don't talk mm -hmm. people will come and ask is everything okay <laughs> so one of the things that you have to understand is that the silence of a leader can also be communication sure. if you are somebody who knows how to organize yourself when you keep quiet people are like hmm is everything okay? Why is he quiet? But there are some people that, even when they are quiet, people are like, ah, it's okay. Mm -hmm. So the silence itself is a speech. Yeah. And then secondly, more than also you just acting on what you say, also when you speak, there's something called call to action. Yeah. Make sure when you write something or when you speak something, you give people a call to action. What has to be done? Why are you talking? It should be followed by an action, not just of yourself, but also of those you are speaking to. Yeah. Very true. Wow. Um, hmm. What? I, I don't know. Like everything you're saying here, I can relate like a hundred percent. Which is why I'm like, you know, let's 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 keep listening. So, so now brings me to my next question. What are the ty different types of leadership careers, and how can individuals determine which aligns with their interests and skills? Mm -hmm. So. Uh, let me repeat what I said maybe in the previous podcast. Mm. Uh, I feel like all careers now mm. requires a leadership as a, as a trait, particularly because we are living in a very um, volatile, uh, complex, uh, a very, very ever-changing community. And the best way to survive in any career now 
is to have the mindset of a leader. We may not all have, we may not all be leaders as a post, but we definitely need to be leaders upstairs in terms of how we think and in terms of how we do things. But let me share a few things. For example, let's talk about in within organizations. Uh, let's say, uh, let's start saying, let's start by even startup companies. Um, their 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 roles. Start up and even bigger companies. There are roles in there that will require you, for example, to lead a team. Uh, leadership is expected there. Uh, for example, you enter into an organization that is just starting. All of you have to be leaders in some way because no one knows the future. No one knows what works. We are starting. For example, when we started the Juice Leadership Initiative in 2017, we were high school graduates. We right. didn't know anything about success looks like what. We're just like, let's fail whether we are going to define ourselves what success looks like and we had young kids from secondary school who had never worked anywhere so in a startup company everybody has to become a leader in that way you need to stop waiting for orders from anyone because no one really is certain of where you're going so it is important that when for example in startup companies when you enter which whether you get a bigger role to lead the team or you don't leadership has to be involved from anybody to really provide quick solutions but also within more established organizations leading teams and so forth and also let's now go into some of you some of some of people will become you know public leaders uh, maybe in government or in civic organizations where for example there are some people will become youth activists some people will become you know uh, uh, political leaders some people will become there's there's a lot of these spaces really out there some people will become founders of organizations and so forth your last question was like how do you what uh, I was asking, um, so what, okay, what are the different types of leadership careers? Yeah. And how can individuals determine which align yes. with their interests and skills? Exactly. It is, it is, it is, it is from also living just a mission driven life right. as in, as an individual, as a leader, one of the questions you need to ask yourself is what contribution do I want to make in society? And when that contribution is clear, then you ask yourself, what are the available organizations? or movements that are also pushing for the same. For example, I work at Ashoka, particularly because I asked myself, what is the contribution I want to make to society? And for me, it was around leadership and education. Mm -hmm. And then I had to look for an organization that also invested in such. So that is just number one. And then number two is to look for an organization or a movement where you see, because again, I need to say this, if you want to be an employee, you look for a place maybe you get more money uh, you have packages like insurance and these are the small small things but if you want to be a leader you don't need to go for best companies or best organizations you need to look for places with the best people who can mentor you and groom you so one of the things that i see as young people sometimes i know you want to pay bills and all that but if you have really a leadership desire and you, you feel like you've been called to do something you need to look for organizations where you see people who can be able to build you for me for example when i joined the junior parliament of zimbabwe yeah. it was really not out of the desire to make money or to be famous but i was like i see people in there who can be able to mentor me and to groom me I also joined this organization uh, called iDebate, for example, which I think you know, uh, for their Dreamers Academy. It was not really because I wanted money or anything. It was because 
I was able to see, I look up to Jean-Michel a lot. And I, 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 I look up to him, I see him, I see what he does. And I'm always like, I want to be where he is. Not because I want him to pay me. But if there's a salary, I want him to give me, to so groom me and to mentor me. So that at the end of the day, I will not be the same person. In Ashoka, for example, Ashoka is a company that as soon as you enter, they give you someone called an accountability partner and a mentor, specifically there to grow you and to share with you your challenges so it's a company that believes in human development they don't just look at the goals of the company and what has to be achieved they also look at you as an individual are you growing so the best way to look for these places and to choose which one works for you look into your mission as an individual what contribution to want to make and look for those aligned number two look for not best companies look for best people sometimes some people pay lower but the contribution they make to your growth is really big highest, and if yeah. you really want to be a leader you understand the essence of development and the essence of growth and it is important to look into those things right amazing this was the art of effective communication with shalin chikomo as you already know and thank you very much for joining us please <laughs> and yeah um we have two more parts to go and I hope you don't miss out. This is very educative. And thank you very much for tuning in. Until next time, ciao. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, keep pursuing your dreams, embracing new opportunities, and never stop investing in yourself. Together, let's make your career aspirations a reality.